Produced by Q News for the WIA, this is the National News Service, relayed throughout Australia and originates from VK1 WIA. Hello there, I'm Graham VK4BB. You've tuned the WIA National News for week commencing November 17. In support of the actions of Philippine Amateur Radio Association, the Wireless Institute of Australia has sent a letter. It reads, The disaster caused by Typhoon Haiyan is something that no one can start to imagine. The vast emergency communication and other tasks provided by the ham emergency radio operator, that's the Hero Network, through affiliated clubs of the Philippines Amateur Radio Association is commended. So many individuals devoted to the long hours of what is obviously hard work for volunteers deserves the highest of respect and praise from all. Closely following events through numerous reports is the amateur radio community around the world shocked by the typhoon aftermath, but having some solace among the mayhem that amateur radio emergency communications is heavily involved. On behalf of the Wireless Institute of Australia, the WIA Board of Directors and members, our heartfelt thoughts are with you at this most difficult time. And that was signed, yours sincerely, Phil Waite. The future of amateur radio, a possible way forward. A recent Wireless Institute of Australia mail survey of radio clubs on the promotion of amateur radio found it faces some serious barriers, but there were a few worthwhile responses to consider. Clubs who did not reply may rely on their existing membership base for activity and meetings. By their lack of response, it seems external promotion of amateur radio is not a high priority for some of them. The survey found the activity of promotion can be in the hands of new radio amateurs and their enthusiasm really shines through. The themes expressed are that amateur radio is fascinating, should be targeted for younger people, promoted through schools as part of the existing curriculum, scouting and jota deserves more emphasis, and emerging do-it-yourself opportunities exist. Other responses suggest the use of notice boards, speakers, websites and social media, including a prepared presentation to complement the existing WIA brochure and poster. There is much more when you read the text edition on this, the WIA National News Service. The text edition, it can best be read when you go to wia.org.au and read the text edition. Across Australia, from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service in the ACT region, where it can be heard on our Mount Janini 2 metre and 70 centimetre repeaters, 146.950 and 438.050, on Sunday mornings at 0900 local time. This is Alan, VK1 Whiskey X-Ray. I mentioned emerging do-it-yourself technology. Well, the Homebrew Construction Group in VK3, after one year, the popularity continues to grow. On display at Amateur Radio Victoria were many projects either completed or well-advanced serving to motivate the newcomer and seasoned member alike. The final meeting for the year will take place Saturday, December the 7th at 2pm. The venue, the Amateur Radio Rooms at 40G Victory Boulevard, Ashburton, all are welcome and the group's latest e-newsletter will be sent soon. Inquiries and comments can be sent to homebrew at amateurradio.com.au. What use is an F-call? As a direct result of being involved in amateur radio, I find myself spending more time at my workbench figuring out things, repairing equipment and investigating new solutions. My workbench oscillates between clean enough to eat from to a place where a cyclone went through in the past hour, and all the stages in between. I realise that there are some contributing factors to this. 
amateur radio, a lot like Lego, requires lots of little parts. The obligatory bolts and nuts, washers and the like, connectors and adapters, fuses and wire, and then there are a growing number of resistors, capacitors and other odds and ends. The project's waiting to be done and the failed ones. I started hunting for storage for all these little bits. I investigated little electronics drawers, but found them prohibitively expensive if you wanted to obtain enough to make a difference. If they were cheap, they were very thin, and if they were nice and robust, they came in at a couple of bucks per drawer, which adds up to real money pretty rapidly. I experimented with toolboxes in all manner of different storage bins, and then came across a fishing tackle box. Not the toolbox type, just a single, simple, flat, semi-transparent box with lots of little compartments. The one I found has about 24 little sections, and the walls are removable so you can fit a large lure, a bolt, in them. In my travels through various clubs and shacks, I've seen a myriad of other solutions too. What do you use to store your precious? I'm Ono, Victor Kilo 6, Foxtrot, Lima Alpha Bravo. Not a sound to be heard. We pause and remember another silent key. It is with great sadness we report the passing of Terry Ryland, VK2UX, last Sunday, 10th of November, 2013. Terry had been active in amateur radio for most of his life. He built his first crystal set at the age of 12, then soon progressed to a two-valve shortwave receiver. He was inspired by his father, who listened to US baseball games on shortwave. In 1954, after listening to a pair chatting on air, he gained the courage to ride his bicycle to a radio amateur nearby, and they formed a long friendship. In 1974, after joining a class of prospective radio amateurs under Rex Black, VK2YA, Terry gained the call sign of VK2ZMR. Soon after obtaining his licence, Terry joined the Blue Mountains Amateur Radio Club. He was always very active within the club and was made a life member in 1992. Terry also had long involvement with the New South Wales division of the WIA, now Amateur Radio New South Wales, where he most recently held the office of President and Education Officer. At the AGM in April this year, he was made a life member in recognition of his many years' service to Amateur Radio. As well as his long interest in building antennas and radio equipment, Terry had a passion for education and encouraging newcomers to the hobby. Much of his time was devoted to conducting classes and examinations, as well as mentoring other amateurs. A service was held on Friday at Lura in the Blue Mountains. Terry will be sorely missed by clubs and organisations, the many radio amateurs he helped, and all those who knew him. Vale Terry Ratland, VK2UX. Produced by Q News for the WIA, this is the National News Service, relayed throughout Australia and originates from VK1 WIA. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. FCC examinations held in Pretoria. The US Federal Communications Commission, or FCC, issues amateur radio licences to anyone with a US mailing address. No residence or citizenship is required. For South Africans, an FCC licence is useful in that it enables you to operate from countries in which US has a reciprocal agreement, but South Africa does not. Examinations for FCC licences are conducted by volunteer examiners. Three volunteer examiners from the Charlie 82 Delta X-Ray D expedition recently assisted locals with a testing session near Pretoria. Six South Africans qualified for American licences 
and once their paperwork is complete, they'll also become examiners, establishing a permanent testing team in Gorteng. Zulu Sierra 6 Bravo Kilo, Zulu Sierra 6 Fox Delta X-Ray and Zulu Sierra 6 Papa Japan Hotel qualified for general class licences. Zulu Sierra 6 Lima Mike Golf, Zulu Sierra 6 Mike Delta Hotel and Zulu Sierra 6 Sierra Fox qualified for extra class. Final spectrum plan for the Glasgow 2014 Commonwealth Games. Ofcom has published the final update to its plan for managing the airwaves during the Glasgow 2014 Commonwealth Games. The final spectrum plan sets out how Ofcom will make spectrum available for applications such as wireless microphones and cameras and the wireless communications equipment used by team members, sports officials, organisers and support staff. The plan outlines how Ofcom will licence the use of Spectrum and minimise the risk of interference to meet the UK and Scottish Government's guarantees on allocating Spectrum for the organisation of the 2014 Games between July 23rd and 3rd August 2014. In cooperation with the UK SSC, Ofcom will seek to ensure that no GPS jamming trials are carried out during the period of the Games that could affect the availability of radio navigation satellite services. New tiny pacemaker developed that requires no wiring. A miniaturised wireless pacemaker that can be inserted into the body without invasive surgery has been given approval for use in the European Union. Amateur Radio Newsline's Heather Emby, KB3TZD, says it was developed in the United States by the company Nanostim and that the tiny device is less than 10% of the size of a conventional pacemaker, uses a built-in battery and is designed to be implanted intravenously directly in the heart. Currently, more than 4 million people around the world have some sort of cardiac rhythm device, with an additional 700,000 people getting one each year. E22 ICQ has posted a video on YouTube that shows the problem of interference to the amateur satellite service allocations taking place in Thailand. Terrestrial users are making signals from the ham radio satellites into tiny heterodynes, or signals that are totally inaudible. Take a listen. The video shows that terrestrial usage of frequencies reserved for the amateur satellite communications such as 145.8 to 146 MHz can result in the satellite transmissions being totally blocked and rendered useless. You can see and hear the E22 ICQ recording and spectrum display photos of the interference at tinyurl.com slash sat-qrm-n-thailand. You're listening to WIA National News on most amateur bands throughout New South Wales from VK2WI Sydney and affiliate relay stations. For details of frequencies, visit www.arnsw.org.au. Operational News, Dateline 2013. WIA Spring VHF UHF Field Day Weekend of November 23-24, 2014. WIA Summer VHF UHF Field Day 11-12 January. WIA John Moore Field Day Weekend, March 15 and 16. WIA VK Harry Angel Memorial Sprint, May 3. 1010 International Summer Contest, August 2 and 3. WIA Remembrance Day, the RD Contest, August 16 and 17. Manly Warringah Radio Society's Flagpole Contest, September. Special Event Stations, DX, Beacon, Repeater and Net Advice. 
IK7JWX has informed the Ohio Pen DX newsletter that his de-expedition to Yolanda Zanzibar, scheduled for April 2014, has been cancelled. The reasons given are technical and logistical constraints. ZS 60 metre beacon. South Africa's Kempton Park Amateur Radio Technical Society, KARTS, currently has an operational 60 metre beacon transmitting on 5.250 MHz at 5 minute intervals with PSK 31 as the preferred mode. Please visit the SARL forum and the KARTS website at www.zs6kts.co.za. For more detailed information, should you hear this beacon, please send a signal report to beacon at zs6kts.co.za. Yemen and Afghanistan operations approved for DXCC credit. AWL say that several operations have been approved for DXCC credit. These are Yemen 2013 using the call 70H2A and the 2012 and 2013 operations from Afghanistan as T6MH. Also approved has been the current T6SM Afghanistan operation that began August 14, 2012. Sri Lanka Air Special Call Sign Members of the Radio Society of Sri Lanka are active using the special call sign 4S0CGM between now and November 30th. Activity is commemorating the 23rd Commonwealth Heads of Government Meeting, Chogham 2013 in Colombo. Activity will be on the HF bands, QSL via Bureau. Broadcast monitoring SWL and scanner news. Digital broadcast radio growing. Commercial Radio Australia paints a rosy picture for digital radio or DAB plus in Australia, with stations attracting weekly 1.6 million people or 12.7% of radio listeners in five state capitals. The new Nielsen ratings found that since the 2009 digital radio launch, more than 1.4 million units have been sold. There are also low-power digital trials in Canberra and Darwin. Digital radio provides a high-quality sound, news stations and added features including some receiver models having text information. Truck and bus maker Fuso now also includes a digital radio, joining Audi, BMW, Ford, Jaguar, Land Rover, Lexus, Mercedes, Toyota and trucks by Hino and Isuzu. There are no Australian plans to switch off existing AM and FM radio stations. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ, Inningham. In our special interest group news this week, we'll be looking at rescue radio and at females in radio. Alara. A few weeks ago, I mentioned that six ladies had obtained their foundation calls in an Alara-sponsored course. Well, I'm here to tell you that already all of the ladies are active and are on the air. One, in particular, I think is worthy of a mention. Donna, VK3FRET, contacted T33A on her very first call on HF. Conditions on 15 metres were good, and after a few flutters in the tummy, Donna made the call and was rewarded by a 5-9 report, which now has been confirmed on the online log of T33A. So a great start in amateur radio for Donna. Listen out for her and the other girls around the bands. In Rescue Radio, hams help out after the Philippines hit by Typhoon. For more than a week, the aftermath of monster Typhoon Haiyan, rated a Category 5, has seen many lives lost, people injured, widespread damage, despair and desperation. Among the chaos, there seems no one yet who has overall authority. The death toll has been put at 2,000 or so officially, even though estimates have been much higher. Priority is being given to the immediate essentials of power, communication, shelter and food, 
followed by clean water, sanitation and disease control. Raymond, DU1UGZ of the Philippines Amateur Radio Association, says in preparation for the disaster, its ham radio, Radio Operator Emergency Service, or HERO network, was activated early. He reports that HERO stations using HF and VHF have been relaying vital messages, helping rescue and relief authorities and their communities. Raymond, DU1UGZ, said that in every major area hit by the typhoon and elsewhere in the archipelago, the HERO network was in action. The International Amateur Radio Union Region 3 Chairman of the Disaster Communications Committee, Jim Linton, VK3PC, said these individuals should be commended for their efforts. They have transceivers that are mostly basic and as yet don't seem to have the deserved recognition from the authorities and the non-government aid organisations who use them, he said. This is not the first time hero stations have been involved. Over the years, there's been many disasters in the Philippines, including earthquakes, floods and mudslides, but none on the scale of the current typhoon. Jim VK3PC said it will take a very long time to recover from this disaster. We can only hope that authorities and NGOs never forget the Philippines Amateur Radio Association and the Hero Network. They need help with equipment, training and other resources so they can continue to provide an emergency communication resource into the future. Again, as with much of our news, particularly this week, I suggest you go to wia.org.au and read the text edition. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contact from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. All right, well, as we wrap up this edition of WIA National News, a couple of items on the social scene, and who better to tell us all about it than the people that are involved themselves. After that... We'll see you next week. I'm Graham VK4BB. Hello, this is John VK3BJR, President of the Southern Peninsula Amateur Radio Club, with a reminder that the Rosebud Radio Fest will be held next Sunday, 24th of November, at the Eastbourne Primary School at Alambie Avenue, Rosebud, on the beautiful Mornington Peninsula. Catering for the event is being handled by the school and good food will be available throughout the day, commencing at 7.30am. Outdoor activities will be open from 8.30am and the main hall with new and used sales will be open to the public at 10am with an entry fee of $6. In addition to these activities, an interesting range of forums will also be presented. Topics being covered are recent ACMA activities with Bruce Williams, understanding VSWR and calibration of your SWR meter with Peter Cousins, VK3BFG, bring along your meters for calibration, an explanation and display by ICOM of the IC7100. Doug MacArthur, VK3UM, will present on the important topic of EMR, explaining his documentation for how you can calculate your level of EMR, and Michael Coleman, VK3KH, will present on Moon Bounce for Beginners. This event next Sunday presents an ideal opportunity to make a family day of it, so bring your family and enjoy the Radio Fest and the beaches, parks, wineries, shops and restaurants of the Mornington Peninsula. See you in Rosebud. This is John, VK3BJR. It's still over three months to the Wyong Field Day, but already preparations are in high gear. We want to make sure that we cram in as much as we can into the largest event of its kind in Australia. A week after publishing the seminar program, we have had two other requests that we couldn't refuse. 
The VHF-UHF Week Signal Group will have their annual meeting at Wyong from 12 noon to 12.45 and we are very lucky to have got the Summits on the Air Association Manager for VK2, Andrew, VK2UH, to present on what is the most talked about part of our hobby over the last six months, Summits on the Air, or SOTA for short. If you haven't heard about it or read about it, you must have been out of the country. Here's the chance to ask those questions about the rules that you're not clear about and to talk to those who have been living SOTA both from, from mountaintops and from the home shack for many months. This talk starts at 9.15am. As well as presentations in the seminar room, you also have the opportunity to learn more about different facets of our hobby on a one-to-one -one basis at the exhibitors' stands around the grounds. So far, we have as confirmed exhibitors the Currajong Radio Museum, the Westlakes Amateur Radio Club with the WIA QSL Bureau, the Historical Radio Society of Australia, the Australian Radio DX Club Incorporated, Summits on the Air, and Tube Radio, who will be putting on a special exhibit celebrating 100 years of the AWA. Whether it's seeking that bargain from the flea market, grabbing that discounted new equipment from the traders' stands, educating yourself at the seminars and exhibitors' stalls, or even taking, taking that license upgrade assessment, the place to be on February 23 is undoubtedly the CCARC Field Day at Wyong. 73 till next week. This is Ed of VK2JI. Publicity Officer of the Central Coast Amateur Radio Club. In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.